I said, we're here to make a change. I didn't lie. The generation of is scrapping the world with activism reform and other Did you think that was all of it? No, no. We're tired of waiting. CNN says the following. Gen Z is the most racially I'm gonna be talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, why it's not controversial, why it's not political, why defunding the police is a good idea, um, breaking down acronyms like ACAB, FTG, FTP, and you know, all the stuff around the movement and why not only should you advocate for it, but how it's a human rights statement and not a political statement, which I feel is really important to point out in this. A short disclaimer. I'm pretty sure I say it multiple times in the episode, but this is a really short version of what the movement truly consists of. I encourage you to educate yourself further. There's articles in the bio for that. Also, we said some things that while editing I realized seemed weird or just not clear enough. We had the best intentions, but our wording is truly whack. As always, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask. And remember that being neutral is taking the side of the oppressor. Today I have someone with me to talk about it. Originally it was gonna be like five people, but then things happen. But thankfully one person stayed loyal. Um, I have today here with me Abnelis. Abnelis, say hi. Hi. <laughs> so not only is she a person of color, but she is also a Latina. Um, so she's a very cool black Latina that I'll be talking about this whole thing with today because I'm white. So I literally, I'm not white white because I'm a Latina, but colorism benefits me. So I really don't have the right to say anything about this movement. So what I'm going to be talking about is from a white POV. But I thought, you know, it's really important to have someone here that is black to talk to me about this. So yeah. So first, I kind of wanted to break down the movement. Of course, um, I only have... Like, the things I know of the movement, I've learned through social media and the internet, of course. I haven't been able to attend any protests because of the pandemic, and also there hasn't been much protest here in Puerto Rico. So, I... And the protests that there has been, um, I would probably never be allowed to go to. So, yeah. While I don't really have a great, 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 great education on this, because truly, I feel like there is no way to be super fully educated on this like you can never know too much when it comes to activism and learning and learning to unlearn which i feel is specifically important when it comes to a movement like this one but i'll try and break down the movement for people that know 
less than me you know because for people that know more than me then please educate me because i am more than willing to learn but i felt like i didn't have a way to put like this into words so i read this article um on forbes it's called duke's coach k says black lives matter is not a political statement it is a human rights statement and i want to read it to you guys it says the following black lives matter say it can't you say it black lives matter we should be saying it every day it's not political this is not a political statement it's a human rights statement it's a fairness statement over the last couple of months i have had an opportunity to see more to listen more to think more and to understand at a deeper level so have you and so have you do we not see the problem the disease the plague that has been with our country for four centuries do we not see the systematic racism and social injustice come on we all see that it's manifested in so many ways criminal justice the killings that we have seen and we haven't seen the denial of economic opportunities for our black community educational opportunities Healthcare, it's manifested in so many ways and has been there for four centuries. We see that. And what do we do when we see that? We talk, but we turn the other way. We don't solve the problem. The problem will not be solved, and no problem is solved unless you acknowledge the problem. Acknowledge it. If you acknowledge it, you have the duty to solve it. We as a country have the duty to solve this problem. I wanted to say that as much as we educate people and raise consciousness, which is what I strive to do like at a like even bigger level than i do right now like as much as we raise awareness and let people know we can't solve anything unless the people that we educate decide to do something about it like decide to take action and ourselves too because we can know so much about these movements and we can know every single detail about them but we could not care and we could like not take action about it and you know educating other people about what we know is taking action to an extent but organizing, you know, like activism-wise, online activism-wise, is taking action to a deeper level. And I just really want you guys to care and to take action on what I'm telling you. Because, so, Abnelis, do you have anything to say about, like, what the movement is to you? I feel like myself, I haven't experienced it, actually. But I, I have seen many people that are suffering and I feel like everyone should be able to know that being educated about it is something that you have to be in. Yeah, I, I understand. Okay, so as I see it, you know, maybe... I'm not trying to say that you have never experienced racism because that could definitely be a big possibility. But an opening to that is that often in countries like places like puerto rico actually where we have a huge amount of black people and by the way for all the people that are literally going to tell me that the correct term is person of color no it's not black you know saying that the correct term is person of color is kind of saying that like black is bad and saying black is not a bad thing like black is beautiful and so i should be able to say black because it is not a bad thing it's like you're trying to say that being black isn't something you should be proud of and that it's a way of shame to be a black person and it's actually not it's completely normal as any other person to be black and you shouldn't be affected negatively by the color of your skin yes very much that okay so as i was saying in places like puerto rico where we have a ton of people here that are black um 
but since okay so obviously puerto ricans experience racism because of our features the way we speak and everything because i speak um you know like i don't want to say this i speak in english that if you guys wouldn't see my face or know where i am from then you could probably not think that i was puerto rican maybe you could but maybe you couldn't so a lot of people here they don't speak english like this they speak english like with our puerto rican accent and that is freaking beautiful your english is valid and it's amazing and and wow i'm so proud of you for knowing english no matter how you pronounce things but you know people here because racism is like kind of voodoo like oh no we would never be racist against our own people they've normalized racism against ourselves against black people and we've done it with microaggressions which we've you know normalized to a point that i feel like is so insane you know this is why i was right now like in this very moment i was scared to say that like my english is good because that can be a freaking microaggression because you're complimented by your english i've been complimented by my english so many times at school like oh my god like if i heard you i wouldn't think you're puerto rican and that is a microaggression because what is wrong with hearing me and thinking that i am puerto rican there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and another microaggression for example could be you're in an elevator um there's a white man and a black man and the white man kind of like grabs his pocket with his wallet in there or it could be a white woman you know clutching her purse and you know like you feel like you're in danger around black people you know um and it can also happen with women you know not being like understood or being allowed to speak or speak out on their opinion i actually read um an article about this it's by vox i feel like i'm quoting exactly what they said in the article but i read it like a few weeks ago so if i am then go read the article i'll look for the name right now it's just called what are microaggressions okay um but yeah i also feel like a microaggression could be i mean it is when someone like tries to compliment you to compliment you while you're being black and to say that wow you have this type of feature and and uh, yeah like we can never tell you're you're of this race or something like that exactly or like oh my god your hair is beautiful for a black person that exactly, i feel yeah. like is so, is told so many times yeah. you know they're not but like, like your nose, your lips, your ears. yeah but like they're i'm gonna actually i opened up the article that i was talking about and it says microaggressions are more than just insults insensitive comments or generalized jerky behavior there's something very specific The kinds of remarks, questions, or actions that are painful because they have to do with a person's membership in a group that's discriminated against or subject to stereotypes. And a key part of what makes them so disconcerting is that they happen casually, frequently, and often without any harm intended in everyday life. I saw this video on Instagram on microaggressions, and it said that microaggressions were like mosquito bites. And I think that's true. You're constantly putting in a very uncomfortable situation and you know saying not so nice things to these people microaggressions are much bigger a problem than a mosquito bite but the way that um 
video explained it definitely did a, a better job at it than i did so yeah like that's what the movement is to me kind of like bringing down all these microaggressions and all this normalized racism for black lives um but i wanted to talk about like when people say all lives matter which when we were planning this episode Amnelis was the one to mention it to me and we should debunk that as fast as possible because i just know that people are gonna be like but all lives matter so yes when we say black lives matter we definitely do not mean that only black lives matter and that's how many people take it and that basically a reason why many people say that all lives matter and of course we're saying that they don't we we know that they we know that they do matter but for example white people white they don't experience as much pressure as much um they don't they, they don't, don't go through racial injustice like exactly, because of their skin much. color yeah of course they face problems they everything happens to everyone but the, the their problems are not because of their skin color basically exactly um i was gonna say to you guys the example that i used on my grandma which I did not create, but I do not remember where I heard it from. But basically, I told her, you have five children, right? One of your children has a cut. Are you going to put a band-aid on your child's cut? Yes, you are. But you are not going to put a band-aid on all of your children because all of your children do not need a band-aid. Like, only one of your children is cut, so why would you put a band-aid on all of them? That's kind of like what you're doing when you say all lives matter. You're suggesting that all lives have these problems because of their skin color, which they clearly do not because there are people who benefit highly off of colorism, like white people do, and white people's problems are not because of their skin color. When you say all lives matter, you're kind of debunking the whole movement because we know that all lives matter. They definitely and most certainly do. But all lives do not have the same problems and struggles as black lives. All lives don't go through racial injustice. And, all, and the all lives matter movement is not currently relevant to what we're doing. Yeah. So... I feel like maybe we shouldn't talk about protests because people definitely know what's going on with the protests um, or at the beginning because they are unfortunately not as common now. But in the protests, we could clearly see the, you know, the aggression behind all the police officers and how aggressive they were being, like how violent they became. And that is where our dear friends comes our love ACAB, which if you didn't know, it does not stand for all cops are beautiful. It stands for all cops are bastards. And no, it does not mean that every single individual cop is a bastard. It means that they work for a corrupt system and the good cop is the one that quits because not only are they enforcing a corrupt system that does not benefit everyone and does not make us safe, but they are enforcing it and abusing their power while doing so. So yes, all cops are bastard. No, not every individual cop, but the system they work for. So if they decide willingly to become a cop and work for a corrupt system, they are a bastard. So that is what ACAP means. Other um, acronyms like FTG or FTP, 
um stand for f the police f the government um trying to keep pg plus my parents listen to this and they would not like to hear me swearing but yes there is other revolutionary acronyms that are very important to this movement just like black lives matter is because they go along with it that is basically the acronyms broken down so when we talk about acab we eventually reach the point where we talk about defunding the police because if you did not know the police this fund is literally so huge um huger than the educational fund at least in the u.s big surprise but um yes we want to talk about why defunding the police is a good idea and amnadis has a bunch to say about that so yes i'm gonna let her speak yeah i feel like defunding the police itself it's a movement that we should actually take seriously considering, as Malena said, the police take so much funds from the government that could go into many different, that could go into many divisions of the country or whatever. And it, cops do not benefit everyone, which their funds could actually help different, it could help with the education, it could help with care it can help with the health system with many many departments that could you know benefit everyone because actually as we've seen these months and i'm pretty sure that forever cubs are not equal do not treat everyone equally and not only that but they abuse of their power so much and they also abuse their funds which is something we have seen multiple times buying snacks for your department with the fund of the police is not a pretty cool thing to do especially because you're supposed to be protecting people and the fact that they have such a high fund and they profit so much to like the tickets they give off on often cases not even like just occasions so you know like they make money for the government and they are given a lot of money by the government which i guess would make sense in government opinions but uh not in in just or like human right opinions like if you want what's correct then you will think that defunding the police is a good idea and no we don't mean like okay so i personally think that you know defunding the police fully no funds zero dollars with the police is an excellent idea but you could also just at least please think that you know lowering their fund is enough because clearly a lot of money that goes to them could go to the education system that not only benefits everyone because then we would have education for all um but it could also go to homeless people that could be given proper housing until they can go on their own which they will not achieve unless they are helped I just feel like it's a very good idea and I'm gonna be talking actually about it more next week I'm gonna record next week um, an episode about the corrupt government I feel like people are throwing against the it's it's basically like the all lives matter like the all lives matter movement against the black lives matter movement but against defunding the police people say like oh blue lives matter yeah but blue lives aren't an actual thing. You choose to be a cop. You choose to be a bastard as the ACAB says. You, you choose to abuse of your power and many things. You don't... The blue lights aren't a thing if you don't choose to be a cop. 
Yes, definitely. I agree fully to that. I have nothing to add to that because I agree to everything you just said. So I wanted to say that when we are talking about like Black Lives Matter, the movement itself is working to achieve a world where Black Lives Matter because in the world we currently live in, Black lives don't matter the way they should. Like there are places where, you know, like Black people are literally denied of service. That is insane to even think about for me like the fact that a person could literally go like no we won't serve you like and not only serve you like people are many people are denied of entering places denied of working denied of health in different places and and even like the first um in harvard the first like i don't know if it was the first but i know that um a puerto rican black student um albisu he he oh, was yeah. he was an excellent excellent student he he was gonna be valedictorian but because he was puerto rican and black he was not given that opportunity he was literally denied of being like he got bad grades in some classes even when he was one of the best students in every single one of his classes maybe even the best you know what i would go as far as saying that he was the best because i you know what i'm sure he was and they won't tell yeah. us that he was the best because he was black and Puerto Rican. And it just breaks my heart so much to, like, know that this still happens because I've seen it happen. I've seen, like, teachers degrading students or kind of, like, not giving them the same opportunities that they would give to a person, you know, that isn't black. So I feel like it's not only devastating, yeah. but, like, this movement is so important. And the fact that it is being debunked and made into a political statement is so ridiculous to me. Like, of course it's not political. It's human rights. Saying that a life matters. If you really were about to talk about, like, all lives matter, you would say, like, oh, then yes, black lives matter. You know what matters, too? Um, disabled yeah. lives matter. So many lives matter. Like, trans lives matter. So when you're saying all lives matter... If you don't actually mean all lives matter, then you should just say white lives matter, which, you know what, we know they do. And they do, and the privilege in the system that white lives have clearly shows that they do, so you don't even have to point out that they do. Yes, I know we already talked about white privilege, but I feel like we should also talk about our friend white gays. And I don't, I'm not saying gays as in G A Y S, I'm saying gays as in G A Z E, um, which I actually got a definition from Urban Dictionary because it can often be a very, very good source. So I'm going to quote it right now. To be black in America gives one the ever-present feeling that you have to explain or excuse why you are occupying spaces that are meant or feel as though they are meant solely for white people. Crouch in a posture of defensive vigilance, susceptible to the intended occupier's insults, condescension, or violence when our bodies occupy those spaces. When those spaces are particularly woolly, there's the expectation that you'll be a Additionally, subjected to a host of snipe insults or barbs aimed at your expressions of race, while asked to both stand and fold all members of it and be able to joke about how you aren't like those people. I feel like white gays could also be when white people point out the way that black people dress, which I don't even know if that could be like a 
like an a good term to use like you know the the jeans like black um fashion trends well like fashion trends that black people started kind of like the yeah like wearing big chains and all that like oh i love your chain i love your track suit i love this and that and i love your big chunky beautiful car like i've heard black people like talk to me about how they do that just so they could get like this approval from white people you know like yes i have money so i am not um a dealer or i well actually you could assume that someone is a dealer well i i don't assume but like white people could assume that someone is a dealer because they have like this huge car and stuff you know like where do they get the money from drug selling obviously um but <laughs> that one that took such a turn but i don't know if it's actually true because i haven't searched it up on anywhere and i saw it on a series that the reason that like when black people wear big changes because they want to reclaim the fact that they were shamed as slaves um and wear them around their neck like i wear this willingly like i am not chained down i am free and i wear this golden chain you know because it's not some weird ass sheep steel anymore it's gold and i wear it around my neck because i am free and i don't know if that's true because i actually haven't like you know like looked it up or educated myself on it but if it is then that is so beautiful and please jesus christ like you don't even have to wear a chain if you're black you know you can wear whatever the heck you want and you don't have to go with like the black standards of beauty by white people but i think that is so beautiful okay so i'm gonna go back a little moment again to the black life to the all lives matter kind of like thing so i also read this article by else aclunc.org um it's called recognizing value black lives not controversial and i wanted to quote this little paragraph and it says the following saying black lives matter does not mean only black lives it is simply acknowledging the value and contribution specifically of black members of our society during an arguably pivotal time for race relations in our country it is an acknowledgement that all people are not affected by systematic racism or bias all lives are not disproportionately ending at the hands of law enforcement our country wasn't built on enslaving all lives all students are not disproportionately labeled with behavior problems or as aggressive or threatening due to the implicit bias of teachers and administrators. Um, this for some reason actually reminds me, like, we have to acknowledge the contributions of black members of our society. Um, and that, um, reminds me of the importance of supporting black-owned businesses. So, supporting black-owned businesses is not only important because okay black lives in normal jobs the same as asian lives and any race that isn't white does not profit the same for every dollar that a white man makes it is less for everyone else um including white woman so yeah the white lady that is listening to this yeah yeah this includes you not only do they profit much less but they are not supported by the government the same way that a white owned business would be so not only do we have to show our support but like you have to they have amazing products most of the time and because of how society portrays black owned businesses you know as shady in the background and stuff they often have to have this great history behind them um and kind of like have this awesome story have this awesome website because they are told they have to prove their business and themselves and even if they don't then that is cool so please support them but because of 
how it's been for a long time that now you get to have this super cool ass business so please support black owned businesses they are so dope like please and jesus christ i keep like not doing this in order it's just that i i remember in the middle of nothing but as i was saying about the thing about like reclaiming the chains that's where the n-word also comes in the n-word is solely for black people why the same thing as reclaiming the shame thing it is their slur to reclaim when they say the n-word they're reclaiming it because it is theirs like they were called that slur so they have the right to say it you were never called that slur you will never insulted being called the n-word so why would you say it what makes you think you have the right to say it i honestly don't know what to say because i've never been called the n-word and i've never said the n-word because it is not my word to say i feel like when white people say the n-word or that they when they think that it's correct to say it they're like trying to make it an insult again when well black people say it's just saying like oh wait i'm i'm not insulted by this i used to be but if i say it it's obviously i'm not harming myself you know um and when it right now doesn't have the same the same impact on black people as it did three but it's still not okay to say it if they're not black you're like claiming that it's still an insult like both times i'm gonna put by the way like i'm gonna put a bunch of articles in the like in the bio of this post and i'm gonna also i'm gonna link my personal link tree until i make one for the podcast um but yeah it's gonna have a bunch of petitions of how you can support the movement of how of places you can donate to like black owned businesses you can donate to black owned businesses you can support um we talked a little bit about like black beauty standards but i feel like we should talk about like cultural appropriation which is a huge problem with the braids and other stuff and just like respecting other people's culture not only black people's culture which in this episode we'll only talk about that but you know cultural appropriation is a huge problem it's like the same thing we said when we were talking about microaggressions. If you're trying to say that someone, a black person is prettier than another black person because, I don't know, their nose is thinner or that their lips are smaller, it's a standard you're creating. Even, even, though, even though you're saying a black person is beautiful or whatever you're saying, you're still claiming that since it has different features it has more it has more normal features yeah like more standard features you could you're insulting other bots even even if it's indirectly you're not meaning it i don't know you're still creating a standard stereotype. I know that I talked for a lot of this episode. And I'm so sorry. I have such a huge mouth and I have a lot to say when it comes to things like this. But yeah, I want to tell you guys like what you can do to sustain the movement and kind of like help it. You can first of all educate yourself. Listening to this to this episode was a start. I would never be able to like say everything that needs to be said because I am not black. Even if I acknowledge the struggles, I can never be able to fully understand them. And acknowledging that is also a start. So educate yourself. And not only educate yourself, but do something about it. Like take action. Because as much as you educate yourself, if you don't do anything about the knowledge you have, then you might as well not educate yourself because you're not doing anything with that. Unless you educate other people with what you've, you know, learned yourself, then that is a start. But for 
everyone that benefits on colorism like know and use your privilege like really if you're a white person and you support the black lives matter movement then you should be able to use your privilege for good like protect black people call out racism like when you see use your privilege to call out racism like a white teacher is not gonna go out on you the way they would go out well a white racist teacher is not gonna go out on you if you're a bla- if you're a white student is not gonna go out on you the way that they would go out on a black student so call out the racism you know like use your privilege also think about like the past things you've done like recognize that you were wrong um recognize your mistakes basically like accept that you've done something wrong and take a toll to like better yourself and to make this a world in which black people can live without being in fear or black people can live in without discrimination abnetti has something to say about the black beauty standards so we're gonna cut to that for a little moment sorry okay um i feel like personally in puerto rico like the black beauty standards are i've seen a lot of them and i can i think i can say that personally i've been I personally don't take it as an insult, but I know many people do. And when people say, like, oh, you have such a perfect profile, oh, um, your nose is open. Um, and when you go around places and someone just calls out, oh, my God, that black person or that woman has such a big nose. Like, that's not, first of all, that's not something that you should even be pointing out. You shouldn't be pointing out you know, physical attributes of someone unless you are complimenting them, I feel. And don't compliment someone's extremities also. Like, this is random, but, like, don't do that. Don't compare people. Don't feel like someone has a different feature than someone else. You have the right to point it out and say, like, oh, this person's feature is better. Because, no, everyone has different features. Everyone has precious features. And it's not a thing you should be they're shaming pointing out not making a stand out of it yes okay so um after you recognize your mistakes by the way i've read so many threads on instagram about this so if i am saying these things and it says this exact thing maybe not this exact thing because i'm getting these off the top of my mind um but if it said something similar on an instagram post then please tell me i will link it down below because i truly am just so influenced by what i've read which is not good like what i read from good resources okay you should amplify black voices so i used to believe that i would give a voice to those with no voice um and when i said that i didn't realize like what i meant was that i would amplify voices but my wording was not the appropriate one because i am recognizing my mistakes because i should not be given a voice to those with no voice because everyone has a voice even if they literally do not so I will amplify their voice is what I meant and what I strive to do. Amplify their voice. Um, so yeah, amplify black voices by boycotting racist, hypocritical companies. Stop cultural appropriation. Like, call it out as well. If there's this white girl with braids at your school, then maybe leave a nice little respectful comment about why she should not do that on her post. Maybe not even by private because you should publicly not be ashamed to call out someone's racism. And also, as I said at the beginning, like educating yourself and taking action, you know, like educating others and making others conscious won't do anything if no one is taking action. So make sure that you will leave something. After someone has educated themselves on something you've posted, like 
leave them something to do once they've educated themselves like even if it's something as simple as a petition that is good like that is really good because that is a start and eventually these people when they have money because i know that i currently right now am not profiting off this podcast and i am not profiting off most of the things i do when i do profit off of something i will donate to a lot of places and i raise money to donate to a lot of places and if you can't donate then you can watch one of those videos because there is currently actually a lot of videos right now on youtube like if you want to help someone like for example lebanon you can stream a youtube video to help them if you want to help the black lives matter movement then you can stream a youtube video for it to be donated um but yes that is all i have to say but i hope that this kind of helped on understanding the black lives matter movement and why you should advocate and support it and be vocal about it but yes please and also don't try and educate yourself from your black friends your black friends don't have to educate yourself you can do that you're on your own i've educated myself on my own i had a black friend of mine be here today with me because it it wouldn't feel right to have a white person here with me talking about black people's struggles that would make absolutely no sense but yeah thank you so much for listening thank you for having me oh thank you for being here with Mm -hmm. me i know that there is a lot of things here that you may not agree with but if you don't agree with what i'm saying then please before going off on me educate yourself a little bit more because there is so much here that needs to be said that i just don't have the time like this is literally a vague and short um version of what this whole movement is about and like what consists of it know that this is not just a current movement this is this has been yeah like the movement yeah 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 like the movement is working to achieve a world where black lives matter because we are tired we've said it a lot of times this is this hasn't started right now it started a long time ago a long 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 time ago and the fact that it's like trending right now oh my god i forgot to mention this the fact that it's like trending right now does not make it your aesthetic i don't know how loud i have to say that but posting a picture of yourself at a protest is not cool posting a picture of yourself with with the hashtag black lives matter is not cool and if your activism consists of putting your face on your activism then that is performative activism and it is not your aesthetic the black lives matter movement is not your aesthetic activism is not an aesthetic activism is about a collective and listening and it shouldn't have to include being pretty activism does not have to be pretty activism has to work so sorry that i was very aggressive but i just felt like i had to say that before i ended this episode so yes thank you so much for listening i hope you come back after this episode um actually no if you don't want to come back after this episode then maybe you shouldn't have been here in the first place so yeah that's it bye bye